Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now back to Willard. Now back to Willard and Dibs. Take it away, Mark. Yeah, Steph and I clearly go way back. So anyway, <laughs> now make Steph. Uh, I'm to, what, what? Who? You know what? One of the things I want to ask, Doc Feely's coming on in a half hour. Marcellus Wiley in mere moments, and I'm so excited. Uh, I haven't talked to Marcellus in a long, long time. So Not me either. Uh, great, great, to, um, great to get his perspective on what has been just obviously, uh, I don't know, just a, quite a moment in the NFL uh, this week with a lot of unique stuff going on. But one of the things I want to ask Doc Feely in a half hour, I've heard so many people Look at just the way Steph moves on the sideline, like the way he celebrates when someone hits a three, and they're like, oh, that's good. That's good. That means the shoulder is doing this, that. And I'm like, can we really take anything out of the way Steph is celebrating on the sideline? Maybe we can. That's a question I'm going to have for Doc Feely. But we got all kinds of other questions for Marcellus Wiley, um, who obviously spent time with the uh, the Buffalo Bills himself, long time in the NFL, long time sports media. How are you, my friend? Happy New Year. Man, happy New Year, brother. It feels like life interrupted. I haven't talked to you in so long. I blame the pandemic, but it's been too long, brother. There's always plenty of people to blame, right? I, 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 so uh, so that we're, we're easy on that one. But yeah, man, it is good to talk to you. It is good to hear your voice. And, and you were one of the people I thought of right away when I'm watching something. And maybe it's just the uniform and whatnot. But what what is your takeaway on what happened uh, over the last 48 hours with the Bills franchise, the NFL community, and what the league can and should do next. Yeah, you're talking about a loaf of bread. Which life do we talk about first? So much happened in the last few days. Uh, i just talk about first the emotional impact to have that visual, to watch him on the floor, on the turf, lying there, lifeless, and Talk about football and how violent that game is. As much as you know you put yourself at risk every single day, every single way, and every single play, you never imagine that. 
And it's a conversation that's crazy enough that we have in our household a lot. My son is seven years old. He loves football even more than I did. And he just swears by it. And he always asks randomly, has anyone ever died playing football? And the only thing I ever come up with is a couple of heat exhaustion stories. And that's it. I said, but no, no one's ever played the game of football in live action and died. And that almost came to reality watching that. And I was just sitting there very emotional, crying with my son, trying to keep a poker face because I want him to still have his own hopes and dreams and not them to be undermined by what he was watching. But watching that experience, man, it's just your mortality comes to light, you know, and it becomes reality. Uh, I'm glad the NFL finally came to its senses and had to suspend action. But be real, I think there's too much backlash for the NFL going through that process. That was a decision that had to be made, and people are employed, no matter how emotionally pulled they are in the moment, that they still have to make a business decision. I think we need to be adults about that. Um, Without closure in this moment, the NFL made the right decision. But if they had had closure, imagine Tua's concussion and him falling down and and when we had a sense of closure, we had a sense that we could wrap our arms and our brains around what was going on, we moved on and played that game. If that would have occurred on Monday night, they would have continued to play. But because they didn't have that, because this was truly life and death, they had to suspend action. And it's good that they made the decision that they finally did, Marcellus. And I don't think that they deserve criticism for taking the time because of what you said, the multi-billion dollar business angle of it. And so as we all wait for DeMar Hamlin to get better and we pray for him, we do have to confront the reality of the future, which is what does the NFL do with this Bills-Bengals game? What do you think the best procedure is going forward to resume or just forget this game? Yeah, uh, they've extended uh, the season before I've read and thought about doing it with the pandemic as well. It's in the cards, basically, to manipulate the season and try and make it happen. Or you can just go win percentage. Like, hey, you got one fewer game than everyone else, but let's even it all out by win percentage and play it that way. Um, it's, it's a true dilemma. Like, you got two bad decisions to make because if you alter the schedule – it's not going to be fair to all. And then to put these guys back out there, my son once again asked me, he asked some great questions. He said, Dad, <laughs> do you start the game off where they ended it or you start off 0-0? I was like, brother, you need to work for the NFL. I have none of these answers. <laughs> but uh, I don't know what they do with it because it's going to be an impossible situation. There's going to be backlash and it's never a perfect outcome. But if I were commissioner, I would want them to play that game out just because of the war of attrition, especially at this time of year. A team that was allowed to advance without one extra opportunity to go out there and take those hits, hey, man, I think that team has an advantage. So if I'm the commissioner, got to extend the season. i got to give them one more chance. Marcellus Wiley's here with us on Willard and Dibbs 95.7 The Game, and I think what we've learned so far is that your son should be conducting this interview. <laughs> Exactly. He's a little genius in there, and he can ball. Yeah, yeah I'm going. I have no doubt. I what what year will he be drafted? You said that he's seven. So what do we got? Uh, this is eleven years from now, maybe twenty thirty four. We're looking at the NFL draft for your son. Yeah, let's let's put him at twenty one. You know, his nil deal is on the way already. Ah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> With you, I have no doubt. Yeah. Uh, more to it is the uh, podcast. 
uh, with Marcellus Wiley, who's joining us here on 95.7 The Game. Okay, Marcellus, here's something that, that, that we've been talking about, but I'm really just guessing because I've never been an NFL player. There's so much that goes into getting yourselves to this point where you could be the one seed in the playoffs. But obviously the emotions are there. Let's hope things continue to go well for DeMar Hamlin. But if you were on the Bills right now, what would you want to do? I would want to play. Um, I, I bring up a story that is not to be dramatic, but it really gives me strength and encouragement in these moments. I mean, if you play football, you know the culture. It's next man up. And if you guys remember in live time, there were players over there after their emotions uh, were subsided, starting to warm up again, starting to get ready to go play again. Um, I would have wanted to play. I have this ability to compartmentalize, which means something can be heavy on my heart, but I still can go out there and play the game I need to play. I bring up the example. My mother passed away when I was in Dallas uh, after that season, and I thought the world was going to end. I thought the sun wouldn't come up the next day. And what starts to happen in real time is that other people, as much as they feel for you, as empathetic as they are for you, they look at situations differently and with different perspectives. So people were cracking jokes the next day. People had other conversations outside of my mother passing. And I only bring that up is because no matter what you go through, there's other lanes of activity that you must participate in. I found myself at the florist, the mortuary, talking to doctors. I was like, I just want to sit here and just be in this emotional pool. And that's not how life works. So if I'm a player on that team who's been through anything, I got to just respond and compartmentalize. If the NFL does get this game in and maybe they push the playoffs back, Mark and I talked about this in terms of the Niners maybe getting the one seed and having two, if not three weeks off. What do you think about the idea of rest versus rust? If the playoffs get pushed back a week, whatever team gets the number one seed, if this game gets pushed into week 19, would have an extra week. Is that a disadvantage for a team to have two or three weeks off? Yeah, it certainly is. You brought up a great point. Uh, a lot of people always go with the cliche, rest versus rust, forgetting that they're not opponents. They're on the same team. It's rest and rust. Uh, let me tell you how. If you are a team that gets the, gets the week off, you know what happens? You get to rest. And you're like, yeah, my body's feeling better. But you're going to come back rusty. <laughs> That's the same thing. And if you're a team that plays all the way through, then you obviously get to keep that momentum and rhythm and flow. So if you rest, you're going to come back rusty. Now, a lot of times we look at the results and say, oh, they didn't look rusty. But you don't know the emotional state. You don't know the psychological place that it comes to when you're a player and you go back out there and you skip the beat. Uh, when you skip a beat, you're so conscious of, okay, everything's good, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. And coaches always say this. It takes forever to get into shape. And it takes no time to get out of it. And that's the funniest thing about playing sports. That's why everyone gets into a zone. You're mindless. That's why you want uncle momentum on your side. That's why you need rhythm. Because as soon as you skip a beat, you skip a step, it feels like you got to return back at least a step. Uh, Marcellus, I'm looking at your uh, your playoff resume. I'm seeing three games. Is that right? You're playing three playoff games? 
You're going to see three games and three donuts, brother. (laughs) (laughs) So here's my question, because obviously in, in this market, all the talk over the last five weeks has been about this phenom, Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant becomes relevant. And he, he's checked sort of every box. He's beaten good teams. He's beaten bad teams. He's done it at home. He's done it on the road. This game against the Raiders over the weekend, he was able to do it from behind. So he's checked every box. So now that leaves us with this. Can he do it in the playoffs? Your experience, how different is a playoff game versus a regular season game? Yeah, man. Um, I wish I won a playoff game, but I have bad teammates, so I never was able to <laughs> <laughs> you imagine? You imagine? Uh, But in all seriousness, two things happen Im- immediately when you play in the playoffs. The intensity from everyone around you, including yourself, you're participating in it as well, higher intensity, but also the pressure you put on yourself because of the grave consequences. So let's talk about the intensity. You'll be able to match that intensity. Like, you know, we're primal in a lot of ways. So if you see somebody out there going six gears, you got to go six gears, fight or flight. So you're going to respond to that. Here's the tricky part. And no one has the answer to the test until you take the test. How do you deal with grave consequences under pressure? When it's a regular season game, no matter what happens, I mean, the worst game you've ever had, there's another one. And that is the mattress you're able to lie on in your psyche that allows you to respond. But some guys can't respond when they know they don't have another chance. And I don't know him in this situation to even speculate. But I will tell you this. Those who have more experience realize that the grave consequence you fear, you actually get another year. You actually get another chance, maybe, to be in those same circumstances. So if he puts too much pressure on himself, basically, he's going to go out there and he's going to be scrambled eggs. But if he goes out there and is keeping his composure and realizes this is still just a game, to do it big, you got to do all the little things, he'll be just fine. You mentioned scrambled eggs and uh, you mentioned donuts before. I'm thinking about breakfast, yeah, but uh, on to donuts... <laughs> Let's talk about your uh, L.A. Clippers and the donuts in their championship column. What do you make of their chances this year, Marcellus? And wow. is Kawhi Leonard ever going to become Kawhi Leonard again? Oh, my God. Talking about a hot take and coming in hot. Like, okay, we're going to do this. We're right going to do it, Marcellus. The top rope. I'm like, we're sitting here talking football. Oh, and he no. just, wow. You and Mark can be buddies, but somebody's got to be adversarial now, Marcellus. You know that. It's radio. No, it's not only that, man, it's sports, man. We, we, we play against an opponent. I get it. Look, <laughs> I'm going to always start off and end off with Clip City, Chip City. Now, the problem is every year I say that, and every year I'm wrong, so I continue to say that until finally it's Clip City, Chip City 2023. <laughs> in, in seriousness, if Kawhi plays, obviously with everyone else healthy on this roster, uh, their championship contenders probably coming out the West facing maybe Brooklyn. If Kawhi in this marathon, he's trying to jog and make sure he has enough in the kick at the end for him to win and our team to win. If that actually comes to life, you got to fear the Clippers. But the problem is right now, two things. One, our lineup and trying to figure out who else is going to support him and Paul George and his injury. That's an issue right now. But the greater issue is when you know you got that nitrous button in the car, you know, fast and furious style, do you put the pedal to the metal 
Do you do you really mash out when you know you still got some nitrous, which is Kawhi Leonard in the playoffs? And I think that's what's affecting this team as well. The injuries, the lineup rotation, and the fact that you know you got something that's going to separate you from the pack. See, I, I just never come down the road of Clipper fans because I figure when all is said and done, we're going to be sitting around a table with poker chips and beers just hating the Lakers together. So I figure you're, we're all we're all in the same gang, Marcellus, as far as I'm concerned. Yes, sir, man. You already know the fakers get no love in our life. No, there you go. No love yeah. anywhere. We just full of envy. That's all it is. Uh, Marcellus, thank you, man. Thank you for doing it. Great to hear from you. Continued success. I oh, appreciate you so much, man. It's great to hear that old groggly voice still up. Yeah, that's right. Yep. <laughs> yep. I, I still sound 72 years old, but I'm still not there yet. Oh, man. Love, brother. Keep it going, guys. All Thanks, right. Marcellus. Thank you, Marcellus. Marcellus Wiley here on 95.7 The 11-5 with Kawhi, 10-13 and 13 without That's Kawhi. That's fascinating. That's fascinating. Yeah, he, I mean, you talk about, like, load management. Kawhi's well, kind of picking and choosing when he wants to play. And I, I like to come at Marcellus with the Clippers because he's, like, America's he's biggest Clippers fan. Like, he's he a Clippers a fan. fan. Like, yeah. Clip City, Chip City is my favorite because that's always his go-to. <laughs> right, but. which everyone else is like, is that a thing? Are there shirts? I've never <laughs> heard that before. It's not Chip City. It is kind of Chip City, but not for you. Right. Yeah, not for you it's guys. It's Flip City. It's so weird. The Clippers have been become the boy who cried wolf at least no, this to their is the fans. year mark oh right <laughs> this is the year. you know what i mean like it's funny because it, not, i don't even know how large their fan base is but what can you say like steve balmer's your owner the, he's sort of fulfilled whatever that you know we talk about the giants and right, ownership right. and fulfilled promises unfulfilled he's fulfilled all the promises they're gonna build a new arena they, right they're 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 Got these big time. They got names, big time. They're like they, he's come in and they're spared no expense, and they're doing all the things that he said that they were going to do. But it just one way or another, whether it was the Chris Paul and Blake Griffin deal and the new group now, it just doesn't work. It never but works. He is right. If Kawhi's healthy and John Wall and Paul George, if they if they can get all healthy together at the same time in a playoff series, this team can be. A dangerous team. Now, I don't think that they're going to be the team to emerge from the West, but I would like to see this Clipper team fully healthy just to see exactly what they are. Yeah, I, I would too. It's just funny, like, as you're sitting there talking, like, there's one word. There is, anytime that basketball team comes up, there is one word that is always involved in the conversation. Injury? No. If? I, if. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. If. Ugh, that, it, Have just, they even ever made a conference championship series? No. Yeah. I, no, and they had the, was it a 3-1 lead? That 3-1 lead against the Rockets, right? A 3-1 lead yeah. against the Rockets. Nuggets. Nuggets, thank you. Whatever, someone. Someone against the Rockets, Someone eliminated. I thought it was, yeah, Chris and Paul. Josh Smith. Right? Chris Paul. Yes. Uh, and they, there was no like, oh, major injury. Sorry, it didn't work out. Like they were healthy, they were done. And if I'm remembering correctly, fact check me. It was the Suns. They were leading the. Uh, and they made it to the conference finals in 2021. The Clippers? No, Chris Paul did with the with the Suns. Yeah, the Clippers. They, the Clippers they lost made to the, the conference Suns. finals. 2021. Oh, is this was this uh, really? That's what, according to Wikipedia. <laughs> 
Conference well, finals. That's funny. Maybe when I was in a pandemic malaise and I just don't Maybe even remember. Pandemic it. haze. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, point being is this: huh. I re- the the game I'm remembering. They and maybe they weren't up three one. I think they were at home, up three two, and had like a twenty five point lead. Oh boy! Right, Spadone. Do you remember that one? They were up by like twenty five points with a three two lead in the series at home, and they gagged it. They just coughed the whole thing up, and that was that was yeah that was Chris Paul's. That was as far as it went in his uh, in his Clipper tenure. So. Um. Yeah. Fascinating. I mean, yeah. You know. Two seasons ago, yeah. they lost to the Suns in uh, in six in the conference finals. Okay, but that was the and it, was that the year that the Suns played the Bucks? That Correct. was the Giannis year. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's kind of a little bit of a forgotten year. Yeah. It is. <laughs> no, I, I like that as the uh, like, post-pandemic huh? malaise. Seriously, I'm like that I'm was like, when the Warriors lost in the play-in tournament. Oh, that and year. And Steph vowed we'd be back. He was right. He sure was. He was right. See, that's what I mean. Like, you look at the Warriors, and even now, and we were talking about this before the show, like, what is it that you can make uh, assumptions about with the Warriors right now? Kyle kind of asked an interesting question. He goes, okay, they've won five in a row. Yeah. They never lose at home. The Pistons are in town tonight. Sure, they're totally compromised. A bunch of people are hurt uh, and sick. But can you just assume a Warrior win tonight? I haven't even looked at the number. What's the number? They're probably a big favorite. I would imagine. I was just about to uh, punch that up. What's the number tonight? It's going to be nine. Anybody got uh, it? Seven. I just punched it up. Okay. Seven. Seven. So can you? Can we just be like, yeah, where's a win tonight? Absolutely. Can you? Oh, they're at home. Right. But 17 and two at home. I know, but so many of those games have been like, and then someone flipped upside down right. out of the stands <laughs> and put a cape on and they were down by 28 and somebody hit a three from the top of the backboard. Like they've been so ridiculous. I don't know if we can assume anything good or bad. But when you you compare that to what you just brought up, which is the experience that a Clipper fan in that organization has had through the years, uh, it's the opposite of what I said on the changeover yesterday when I said trust the Warriors. We don't need to use the word if. Like I have sat here the whole time, as weird as these first 38 games have been, I'm not going to tell you that the whole time I thought the Warriors were championship contenders. But what I have thought the whole time is I don't need to use the word if other than the only if I would use would be like if they're all playing. Like if they're in uniform, this is going to be as good as it could be. It doesn't mean they're going to win the whole championship. Right, but if they're all healthy and together come April. They don't disappoint you. The only time this group in any way, shape, or form has disappointed you was Game 7 against Cleveland Cavaliers. That's it. That's it. Like, even when they lost to Toronto, it's like, ah, uh, everybody's no legs KD, fell off. No Clay Thompson, right? exactly. I mean, like, whatever this group can be, they will be. I have that faith. And you think that if they lose a playoff series, it's going to be because somebody beats them. It's not going to be because they right. beat themselves. Right, right, totally. In that fashion. Um, all right. Doc Feely is still around the corner. It is Warrior Wednesday. Right here. On 95.7 The Game, that is brought to you by Freedman's Appliance, a trusted name since 1922. Visit freedmansappliance.com 
today. 957thegameshop.com has been doing great with relevant t-shirts, DPOY shirts, hoodies, and gear from all the shows. 957thegameshop.com. We continue with your phone calls. What exactly should the league do next? And what is the ripple effect for all of the NFL teams because of this, in the moment, postponement? of the Bills-Bengals game. Your phone calls at 888-957-9570. Coming up next, along with Clear to Play with Dr. Brian Feely right here on Willard and Dibs. This is James Watson. Now back to Willard and Dibs. Uh, Willard and Dibs. Now back to Willard and Dibs. Well, thank you so much. It is back to Willard and Dibs. And we are on a Warrior Wednesday. And we are counting down to uh, the Warriors winning by 28 tonight. Because we can just assume Warrior victories. Um, because they're playing at Chase Center. Pistons Warriors tonight, right here on 95.7 The Game. Detroit's bad and everyone's hurt. Right. I, I think you're right about winning this one by at least 15. This is going to be a comfy, cozy one. This is an Ottoman game. Are we betting on this one? I mean, the Warrior here. Yeah. I, See, you know. I don't know. I would absolutely. If I was still betting, I would absolutely lay the lumber. See, okay, the other team's bad and their key players are hurt. This is the same crap that people were saying to me in the casinos when the Niners were about to go roll the Raiders by 18. And I lost anyway. No, right. <laughs> Thank God for that. Red Hood and nine and a half. Yeah, I was like, what point in the game did we give up on the nine and a half and go, just, just win, win baby. baby? Totally. Just win, baby. Um, we finally got there. And we finally gotten declared to play as well. Uh, take you inside the tent, get you updated on the latest injuries in the Bay. Proud to partner with UCSF Health on this segment and bring in Professor and Chief of Sports Medicine at UCSF, Dr. Brian Feely. Happy New Year, Doc. Happy New Year to you all. Uh, great to have you, and there's no place to start other than Monday Night Football. Um, all of us have been trying to get as much from medical professionals as possible to know what you saw, what you think, uh, DeMar Hamlin is is going through right now. What's the situation through your eyes? Yeah, I mean, I think for those of us that saw it, I saw it probably 45 minutes to an hour afterwards, and it's really scary. I think the most likely thing that happened is you can get hit in certain parts of your cardiac rhythm, and if you get hit, even if it's not too hard, right at the right millisecond, it can literally stop your heart, and that's probably what happened. You can see him get hit. Um, it's a pretty innocuous hit for the NFL. He stands up, um, and then, you know, that's about five seconds after that initial hit, and then he passes out. And if your heart's arrested, then you're going to need the instant CPR. Um, those sort of things often lead to your heart being in a dysrhythmia for days, sometimes weeks and even months afterwards. So the most important thing is the... Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Athletic training staff and the medical staff were on the field right away. They initiated CPR. There wasn't any messing around in what's going on. They just initiated emergency services, and I think that was all things considered, really, really remarkable. And, you know, so many different injuries we see in football um, are extremity injuries or things where uh, athletes are just lying on the field, seeing something like that and seeing the medical team spring into action and literally save his life is really impressive. It was incredible to see it happen in real time and on the field. Like you say, they were able to use CPR and use an AED to help restore some sort of heart rhythm. How critical was it, though, to get him oxygen? And how long can a human being go in that state without oxygen getting to the brain before really bad things start to happen? I mean, in general, you can go, you can hold your breath for about two to three minutes before you start really feeling the need to take another breath. And that's if you are in peak condition and you've trained yourself to do it. When you're already out of breath and you're kind of breathing hard from an athletic excursion, you probably have a minute to a minute and a half before you're going to have temporary changes and probably three to four minutes before you have permanent changes. So the fact that they got out there, they initiated CPR, they got him intubated, which means putting a breathing tube down so they can more effectively deliver oxygen to him um, was critical to at least getting him stabilized enough to get him off the field into the hospital. Oh, just, uh, just, a, uh, just a moment um, that, uh, that all of us are, are still trying to work our way through and sending him good thoughts. Dr. Brian Feely with us on 95.7 The Game. Let's talk about some of the 49er injuries, minor though they are in comparison to what we were just discussing. When you see that Christian McCaffrey has a, quote, minor ankle sprain, uh, what, what's your, your thought on that and any potential dangers for this week? Yeah, you know, I think there's no better group than athletic trainers to get people back from ankle sprains. So if it's a minor sprain, meaning that there's no ankle instability, there's minimal swelling, I think there's probably a pretty good chance he plays. But realistically, we have a good core of running backs. And if he's not feeling 100%, I would imagine that they're going to limit his snap count enough so that he's really ready to go the following week or ideally the week after that with a bye and our uh, first place seeding in the NFC. Another MCL sprain to talk about this time. It's Aaron Banks, an offensive lineman. How does that affect his ability to come back and maybe be available for a first-round playoff match? You know, I think it's really based on the severity of the injury. And for the most part, MCL sprains without too much swelling in the knee and without any actual ligamentous instability, the average return to play is within two weeks. So if he's feeling pretty good and he's got good lateral movement and they can brace him as most often, offensive linemen are, I think there's a pretty good chance he can play in that first week of the playoffs. 
Uh, Doc, here's something I wanted to ask you that's a little off the map, but I've been seeing a lot of it about Steph Curry with the shoulder injury. We watch him on the sideline. We watch him celebrate arms up, arms down, and whatnot, and I've seen some people say, oh, look at that movement. That That's indicative of some really good progress. Are we overdoing that, or can you actually gather something from just watching him move around on the bench? Yeah, it reminds me of my mother-in-law who says she can tell how healthy Steph looks based on the pallor of his skin when he's playing. <laughs> I think we're reading too much into it. Okay. Um, you've got When you've got a shoulder subluxation, you're going to have pretty much full range of motion pretty quickly. And it's really a question of whether or not he's got full strength and really feels like he's got that full coordinated strength when he's fatigued on when he goes back. And really what they're trying to avoid is that second subluxation or dislocation because that really changes the map and what the long-term outlook is for him. So, yes, he can celebrate. Yes, he can move his arms around. That's not going to be the same as that eccentric load as trying to block a shot or trying to go for a steal when somebody's moving against you. So, I'm glad he's celebrating. I'm glad the Warriors have a lot of reasons to celebrate, but I wouldn't read too much into it. I had that uh, frequent subluxation, and I know what a nightmare it can be. Andrew Wiggins has been out since December with an adductor strain. He seemed ready to come back. Then he got sick. When he does come back from the adductor, is he going to be on some sort of a minutes restriction, you think? You know, if you look at how the uh, medical staff of the Warriors works, I would guess that, yes, he's going to be at least somewhat restricted. I think hopefully that illness gives him a little bit more time to um, come back fully recovered. If you look at the best comp is in um, hockey players who get these adductor strains a lot. On average, the most hockey players will be out for three to four weeks and they'll be limited for the next one to two coming back. And I think it's reasonable, especially with the Warriors winning right now, let him rest, let him recover, let him come back at 100%, again, to make sure he doesn't restrain it and be out for an even longer period of time as the season gets more critical. Doc, Great to have you as always, and Happy New Year. All right, Happy New Year to you guys. Okay, there he goes, Dr. Brian Feely, and the proceeding was sponsored by UCSF Health. Uh, we're going to get back to your phone calls in a second. I just saw this. This has been coming down over the last maybe half hour or so, um, and this is from Tom Pelissero's Twitter, and this is with regard to what may or may not happen next with the Bills-Bengals game. Uh, this from NFL EVP, Executive Vice President, Jeff Miller, who says... There has been no decision on whether to resume the Bills-Bengals game at a later date. They will consult with the clubs involved. Decision is coming in the coming days. The conversation about what to do with that game has begun. Now here's Troy Vincent on the options for resuming the game and adjusting seating. Quote, everything is being considered. They'll lean on the guiding principles from COVID, including the value of winning and winning percentage. They need to give the commissioner suggestions if the game is not resumed. Quote, that way they can talk to the membership about the proper direction of what's that play. Remember, nullifying the game would have an impact potentially on the AFC North title yeah. and seeds one, two, and three in the AFC. Well, if they nullify the game and you go by winning percentage, then Kansas City is in a win and in scenario. Kansas City would get to fourteen and three. Buffalo at best could be thirteen and three. Kansas City gets the number one seed overall. Similarly, if you nullify the game. Baltimore beats Cincinnati to get to 11 and 6. Cincinnati falls to 11 and 5. The AFC North is already over. 
that game becomes meaningless. So if you're Baltimore, you're saying, no, 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 this winning percentage tiebreaker, it doesn't work for us. And if you're Buffalo at the same point, I would imagine you're saying the same thing. If you nullify the game, Buffalo does not control their own destiny in terms of the number one seed. And the AFC North would already be decided. Now, that is a, an interesting point I had not considered. It's with a the, great point is it what is it was. A it was a fantastic real-time breakdown. That was an interesting point that you have just brought to the table, Mr. Dibley. Thank you. I'll take that. I hadn't thought about the Ravens. The that, Ravens, if you don't play this game... Uh, hell no, is what they're saying. It's literally like this. You call the Bengals and go... We're not playing the game. Congrats, you've won the division. Thank you. It's over. The second over. they make that call, it's over. the division is over while Baltimore's sitting here going, I thought we were playing a game this weekend right. that could win us the division, and you're eliminated before you take the field. So if that call comes in, and I'm John Harbaugh in Baltimore, I say, okay, we're not going to Cincinnati. We're not playing the game. I don't know if he's got that kind of leverage. The NFL will be like, fine, you lose. That's fine. We're still a playoff team, and they can't really improve their seed anyway. Uh, well, they have I the mean, same. They have the same record as the Chargers. Fine. So yeah, your seed falls. Okay. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, unless the Chargers lose this weekend. Honestly, I don't even Mark, know who if I'm playing, Baltimore, who the Chargers and they, playing. You know, if I'm Baltimore and they come to me with this, I say, I'm, then we're not going to Cincinnati. Yeah. Why would I expose my team? To play a game that is now suddenly meaningless. Yeah, Broncos is the answer, by the way, on the Chargers. Yeah, that's why I'm with you. I know a lot of people want to simplify this and go, just don't play it and do winning percentage. The avalanche is real. That, that takes place. It affects so many teams that are sitting here and they get it. It's a brotherhood. They, like, they're of not, course, right? Of course. Hamlin first. But you work for four months, you know? They want to go play. And so I got to think, with everything on the line, they find a way to get back on the field and play that game. Baltimore can be that. anywhere between three and six in, in wow. the blink of an eye. Wow. Because if they beat Cincinnati, you win the division, and you're the three seed. Assuming that Cincinnati then loses to Buffalo in a resumption, well. Baltimore becomes the three you host you host a first round playoff game. You lose to Cincinnati, or if you know if Cincinnati doesn't have to play Buffalo, you automatically lose the division. Now the best you can be is the five seed, and you may end up being the six seed. What do you want to see the NFL do next? We'll take your calls eight 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 nine five seven nine five seventy. Steiny and Goo jump in here as well. It's Willard and Dibs on ninety five seven The Game. This is Devon Looney. Welcome back to Willard and Diggs on 95.7. Take it away, Mark. All right, that's exactly what we're going to do. Thank you, sir. Uh, Warriors and Pistons tonight. Take it away. Uh, at Chase Center. So go ahead and put it on the board. Yes. Um, Warriors don't lose at home, right? So 17 and 2, <laughs> 3 and 16 on the road, Mark. The weirdest thing ever. It really is. Uh, 957thegameshop.com, relevant shirts, DPOY, hoodies, gear from all the shows. Speaking of all the shows, uh, we uh, I don't know if it's on social media yet because we're still in the middle of our show, but you'll see it. I guarantee you it's going to get out and about. Uh, we just. Uh, 
We had a moment here as a uh, 95.7 The Game staff. It hasn't happened, and I've been with the station now since the beginning. Yeah. Other than the uh, 51-week unpaid vacation I was given. <laughs> Pick your things. <laughs> Back in uh, 2014. I don't know if that's ever happened. What all, took place today. Right. All, and, and, and gosh, one, one of the hosts is going to get so mad because literally the funny thing is, is I was in the middle of doing something during the uh, commercial break, and then everyone's like, come outside, come outside. This has never been, happened before. All the hosts from all the shows are all here at one time. We got to take a picture. And so I get out there, and I get in the picture, and I'm like, all the hosts are not here. Um, God, I hate that guy. Why, why did it? This is my only question. I get it. It's amazing because Damon came in for something early. Obviously, Steiny and Gu are going to be in here in six minutes. Uh, uh, Joe and Bonte were still here. Still had a, apparently, they had quite a show meeting. They are still here. And so uh, everybody was here. And, and, and I get out there, and, and Ray's not here. And, and so I immediately, my thought wasn't like, you know, sure, that's still unbelievable that almost everyone was here, but I'm like, why did you guys say all of the hosts are here? Yeah, I'm a little Sp- pissed. Spadone, Spadone, <laughs> Spadone. Jumps in. Spadone, if you don't know, if you're one of these people who <clears throat> sleeps, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> right. You don't know that Spadone handles five to six in the morning, okay? He's and, in the team picture. Yeah. So Spadone gets in there, and everyone's like, this has never happened before. This is incredible. And I'm like, it's still not happening now. Like, what you're saying is happening is not happening. Everybody's here, except for everybody's not here. Like, it was still a moment, but Ray's not here. He'll get photoshopped in, and it'll <laughs> seem like he was there. And if he was here... He wouldn't want to be here. Do you think yeah. he yeah. couldn't get worse? Do you think he actually would have no. come over and been in the photo? I've, I've decided the reason everyone went, everyone is here, when everyone wasn't here, is because the first person who's very excited about the fact that Ray's not here is Ray. Ray is very happy that he's not in that picture. So I guess that makes it okay? It makes it more than okay. okay. <laughs> Ray area. We will Photoshop in I'm, Ray Ratto into the team photo. We have such much love like, for that man on this show. No, I, on the station. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's the heartbeat. Yeah. Much like right. I, I was Photoshopped out <laughs> of my uh, varsity tennis photo, Casa Grande High School, 1984. Why? I chose to give the middle finger salute, Mark. Okay. <laughs> And this was back before Photoshop was a thing. So if you happen to have a Casa Grande yearbook from 1984, you can see a blackened out silhouette of your boy front and center. How old were you? 15. Okay. Yeah. Old enough to know better. Old enough to know. I that, thought it'd be yeah. pretty funny. And, you know, back then there wasn't digital photography. So six months later, I get called into the principal's office. And I wasn't a troublemaker. So I'm like, oh, my God, what the hell? And I get in there. And this is April. And the principal slides the picture across the desk. And I look. And I go, I don't I mean, no way to get out of this one. I tell you what. That's about as me as me could be. If anybody ever says, what's one thing you don't want to have happen to you in life? It's to be in front of a person of authority at a desk and have them slide something to you. When right. has that ever gone well? Never. Nobody slides your brand new raise contract. Right. Nobody's like, well, I would you like to take a look at this here for a second, uh, buddy. 
Uh, it's never good. So I don't want anyone to slide anything to me at a desk when they're in a position of authority. And it's also incredibly unsettling when you get called into the person of authority and you have no idea why. Because normally it's like, okay, I, I know what I did. I can at least arm up an excuse or a lie or something. But when you go in cold, you go in blind. Oof. You got nothing. Especially on a Friday afternoon. Especially when there's a picture yeah. don't, involved. Don't go in there on a Friday afternoon. It either means you're fired or it means Farhan just acquired you. Because uh, that's when the uh, that's when the Giants news dumps are. About By the way, to come. they they tend to fire you on Tuesdays. Just really? so you, take it from me. <laughs> Tuesdays. <laughs> <laughs> it's a rough so one. Yeah. Uh, Warrior Wednesday here, 95.7 The Game is brought to you by Freedman's Appliance. <laughs> Trusted name since 1922. Visit freedmansappliance.com today. Hey, Stu in San Leandro. Uh, you're on with Willard and Dibs. What are you doing? Uh, I'm sitting in my truck waiting for you guys. I've been listening to you guys pontificate about what's going on. And my idea for the NFL is uh, the NFL is huge. And I believe that they could possibly let the Bills... And, this, and Cincinnati play this week by themselves alone, and everybody, everybody give the donations for the uh, attendance to the foundation for Demar, and then everybody play next week and just start everything all over. Just boom, it's everything. Leave it the same, and it's good to go. Everybody, he's got the same rest. Everybody's got everything, and but let that happen, you know. Now, so Stu, 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 just so I'm clear, you're suggesting that that game gets played this week and the whole Week 18 schedule gets pushed one week? Is that what you're suggesting? I'm saying nobody else plays but them. Yeah, so... It's easier I, to do it the other way around, I, I think. Well, here's the thing. I think, actually... Thank you, Stu. Stu, thanks so much. Not what's a bad your, idea. You what's know what Stu's saying, short for? Uh, Stewart. Well, okay, I <laughs> thought there was a joke there. <laughs> no, there was, but I, I didn't want to... I'm like, it's Stewart, He's right? a good guy, yeah. I, I didn't want to, you know, drop the pit on him. No, I, I think in, in a perfect world, what Stewart is saying is, is actually accurate. It would be less disruptive to the playoffs and the whole thing if the Week 18 scheduled was played next week. The, but but there's no way that's going to happen. I think it'd be more disruptive, well, quite frankly. Well, the point is, is it doesn't create that two-week buy for the one seed and all that stuff. You would just, you would play, you would do it like normal, where you come out of week, the final regular season week, and then go into the playoffs like you would normally do. The problem is, from a logistics standpoint, we're currently sitting here right now, 72 hours less, in fact, 72 hours away from kickoff of week 18. There are people with tickets in hands and logistics and all kinds. These are massive events that are about to take place this weekend. Um, they're not going to cancel them. They're not going to postpone them a week. A lot of the, like, think and about. Think about the networks. Well, the networks, think about how many of those uh, uh, stadiums have a concert in them next weekend or a truck show or, or whatever. Like, Is Oasis playing at Arrowhead Stadium? Is that what you're implying? They're not together anymore, Dan. Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> That's a terrible so, breakup. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's just. Spitballing here. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's not going to happen. And I think the NFL's statement yesterday immediately says that the game is not being played this week and we are not affecting the Week 18 schedule. That was the first thing they said. So I get the idea, but it's already been the one idea that they've eliminated right. from possibility. I think the easiest thing to do would be to slot that thing in Week 19 and push the playoffs back a week. And, you know, unfortunately, you would have to then give a team the number one seed that's getting to buy. They would get 
an additional buy. Everyone's getting the week 19 buy, and then the number one seed would get the week 20 buy, which is the first week of the playoffs, and then you would have a game. And as Marcellus Wiley said to us earlier this hour, it's not rest versus rust, it's rest and, and rust. rust. Yeah, I like that. I and, he's, and he's right. Like It's a thing. And so I, I don't know. I mean, if it, if, if it ends up going that way, and I think by the time we play the games this weekend, we'll know. I think we'll know what the Bills-Bengals plan is by the time we play games this weekend. That's my guess. I would bet we know by the end of business tomorrow. Maybe, yeah. They said in the coming days, uh, you know, I think uh, certainly by Friday during our show, I think we're going to know something. You're right. It might be earlier. Um, but if that's the case, if Bills-Bengals is going to be a standalone the following week, a brand new week 19, if you will, I don't think I want the Niners to get the one seed. I don't think I want them to get. I do not want the 49ers to have two consecutive weeks Thank off. You. Yeah, that's I do, a, I do not. I do not want that. And there is plenty to be said for the 49er path almost being easier out of the two or the three, depending on who your opponents are. Like, think about what you're saying though, and think about yeah. if Philadelphia feels the same way. And the Niners in, in Minnesota, what if they all feel the same way? So tomorrow it well, comes out. Then, Philly, we, you get it. No. <laughs> Everybody loses on purpose. Everybody comes out, and it's a tankathon. Yeah. It's a tankathon Sunday well, that's all kinda, of a sudden. Hey. But I'm, think about it. And, but, but. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.